Hey, my friend, it's Julie Clough here, your life and grief coach. Welcome to the Build a Life After Loss podcast. I'm grateful to be here with you today to sit in this space and be. Be in the grief and be in the healing, to create space for peace, and to share hope for rebuilding your life one small step at a time. Let's get started. Hi, my friends. Welcome to episode 162, Spiritual Aspects of Loss. Okay, before we even get started, I know, you know I'm moving. I'm going to remind you again, I might be missing a couple of weeks. You, you might not hear from me for a couple of weeks in the first couple of weeks of July because of my move and trying to get set up after moving across country and needing to get the mic out and the computers and the equipment and who knows when I'm going to find all that stuff <laughs> in all the boxes. But at any rate, I'll be excited to rejoin you as soon as possible, which I am looking at it right now. It looks like it will probably be the third week of July. This past week, I did an interview for a divorce summit. It doesn't go live until August. But one of the questions that I was asked was about the spiritual aspects of loss and grief. And I loved our discussion. I can't wait to share that, that event with you and share our discussion because it was a powerful discussion. But after I got off the interview, I thought, I thought of all the things I wished I had said about the spiritual aspects of loss. And I can't remember exactly how she worded the question, but Again, afterwards, I thought, okay, I wish I'd mentioned this and this and this. It was a a relatively brief interview, and you know I have a lot to say. (laughs) And I've been talking about divorce a lot recently in that interview, and I did a TED-style talk last Saturday about my personal experiences with divorce. And even in my book, where it's primarily I focus on the experience of losing my children in a car accident on Mother's Day when I was 44. In my book, I also relay experiences that I had during my divorce. So I want to share with you three spiritual aspects of loss, three things that I've learned over time. One is We are being led even when we don't recognize it. We have a higher power that has our best interest at heart and is assisting us as we move through personal trials, including divorce. And the more that we recognize that, the more that we can draw on that power. For me, that higher power is God. For you, it might look differently. You might describe it differently. Let me give you an example. So right about the time of my divorce, I think my divorce was not even final yet. We we had separated and it was between the separation and the 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 divorce decree where it was finalized. 
And I was asked by my company, by my boss, to go to Las Vegas to a conference. Our company was in Florida, that's where I lived, and I was going to fly to Las Vegas, and I was going to attend this conference alone, no one else was going, and I was going there to get very specific information that the company needed about a billing process in order for us to get paid the thousands and tens of thousands of dollars that this company and hundreds of thousands of dollars that this company brought in every year. And it was really, really important. It was a medical company. It, we used, uh, we filed insurance. We needed to know the filing process in order to get paid. And they were sending me to Las Vegas to, to learn about the new procedures that were going into place to be paid. It was a relatively important assignment. At least in my mind, it was very important. And of course, I wanted to do a good job. And at the time, I was 30 years old. I was young. And I hadn't even been working for the company for very long. I felt very inexperienced in this assignment. And yet... I went just on this faith that God was going to help me get through this. And there were all kinds of things that happened, and I won't go into everything that happened that brought me through this experience, but I will share a couple of things. One was that I did not have, because of the divorce and because of the financial situation, that I was put in during that divorce and some interesting circumstances with my husband's dealings with money. And basically, I didn't have a credit card. I I didn't have and I, I didn't have a lot of cash available to me. So my dad had a company and he got me a company card from his company because it was his company, he owned the company. So he got me a company card from his company for emergencies. It wasn't something like, here, go use this. It was more like, if you have an emergency, use this card. And my company advanced me money to go on the trip so that I could go on the trip. And I got there, and looking back, I mean, I just... I don't even know how I got where I was going or even knew how to get where I was going. I just focused on the very next step. I was not an experienced traveler at the time. I didn't know a ton about getting a taxi to get from the airport or, or the, the, you know, hotel van from the airport to get from the airport to the, the hotel. And I just really was very, very inexperienced. And so I just focused on one step at a time. And I got there and I felt overwhelmed by this conference because they had just a ton of offerings, a ton of breakout sessions. It was like finding information in a haystack. You know, the needle in the haystack, the proverbial needle in the haystack. What does a haystack look like? Do you know what that looks like? 
I'm not a country girl, but I can just imagine this big mound of hay because we've seen it in pictures and imagine one needle in that haystack. Well, that's what this felt like. It felt like here I am in this conference. I don't know anybody. I don't really even understand what I'm looking for. And I'm looking at this program and I'm seeing all these different these different sessions. And I'm like, which one do I need to go to to get the answers that I need? It was like putting together a puzzle. It really was like putting together a puzzle. And I will tell you, the only way that I made it through that experience was relying on God. I relied on God to show me every step of the way. And the trip was successful. And I was able to get, I was able to do the simple things that seemed really hard at the time. Looking back, I'm like, oh, that's no big deal. But at the time, it was huge, huge to figure out how to go on this trip without money and a credit card, huge to figure out how to even get from the airport to the hotel, huge to be there on my own without anybody else to rely on huge to figure out where the information was that I needed so that I could take it back to my company and then get home safely again. It was huge. I have so many memories from that trip. And I truly believe that, you know, this, this trip is just a, an example of how we are led every step of the way. And so when we're dealing with personal trials, it's looking at what is the next thing I need to do. A lot of times we want to focus on the big picture. You know, different people have different approaches, but I think we tend to go, okay, how am I going to get to this place? You know, in my example, you know, how am I going to get from this place of being broken and not knowing what I was going to be doing next to a place of, financial security and a place of feeling stable again after a divorce with three young children who were one, four, and six. It was such a faith-building experience for me to go on this trip and really feel like I was being led every step of the way of what to do and how to do it. And faith is so huge in our experience. And that's going to look different for every person. But I truly believe that 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 higher power is available to each of us. And that our higher power wants the very best for us. And, And when we're putting forth the effort to be the to to do the best we can, then we have that added measure of help. And a lot of times when I say to do the best we can, we're always doing the best we can, aren't we? But when our heart is in the right place, we have that added help. So number two is that the other, the second thing that I wish that I had said is that as we tune into our higher power and our higher self, we can discover truths that are powerful. Again, going back to my experience of a divorce, it's devastating. 
it's devastating to go through a divorce and to have that burden of having, you know, what I experienced as a failed marriage. How did I get here? How did this happen? And as I tuned into my higher power and my higher self, I was led to powerful truths. I was led to understand that it wasn't about me. And I was given specific things like, yes, Julie, you are not perfect. These are the errors, if you will, of the way you showed up in the relationships. These are the things that you could improve on. But those things did not cause the failure of your marriage. Here's the things you need to change in the future, but you didn't single-handedly destroy your marriage. My first husband was dealing with his own personal demons that were great. And there were huge challenges he was facing. And the decisions he made to leave our marriage was based on those demons he was facing. His challenges, his challenges with gambling, his challenges with an affair, and so forth. And it's easy when we see a situation like that, it would have been really, really easy for me to blame myself and say, I wasn't enough, therefore he had an affair. But as I tuned into my higher power and my higher self, I knew the truth that I was enough. We are all enough. I didn't choose the divorce. I didn't want the divorce. I didn't want things to end the way they did at that time. But I didn't cause it because I wasn't good enough. My higher power, my higher self communicated to me that I was good enough. You are good enough. Regardless of the challenges that you're facing, you are good enough. You are enough. So the third thing that I wish that I had said is that the answers are there. The answers for what is the next right thing for me to do, the answers for how do I move forward with my life, the answers for how do I heal from this experience, they are there. But we have to be patient to put the pieces back together. God will encourage us to walk in our personal power. Divorce specifically wrecks havoc on our personal identity, just as I was mentioning. It would have been really easy and it was tempting to tear myself down because of a failed relationship. But God encouraged me to walk in my personal power. I could see that the answers were there and they were revealed over time as I moved my feet and took the and and made the effort to recover and reclaim my life. 
We have to reclaim our identity when it is broken by loss. We have to reclaim it and decide who we are and learn to speak powerful words to ourselves. Powerful words. What are the words that you are speaking to yourself? Examine those words. If they are words of weakness, like I'm not good enough, I'm not capable, I'm weak, all of those terms, all of those statements are going to cause you to be weak. And so I invite you to speak powerful words to yourself. I am enough. I am loved. I am lovable. I am powerful. I am capable. And even if you can't feel those words right now, even if you don't necessarily even believe those words right now, as you practice those words, miracles happen because you start to believe those words. You start to reject the idea that you're weak, that you're not good enough. And you start to embrace the idea that you are powerful, that you are strong, and that you are capable. I often think that everyone should go through a divorce. I know that sounds really weird. But, and of course, it's not true. But it was so, that experience was so impactful to me and who I am today. And I'm so grateful for those experiences. Just like with all losses, we can ultimately come out broken on the other end. Of course, we feel broken in the middle. And that's normal and natural. It's not true, but it it does, it just feels like all the, puzzle pieces of our life and our identity and who we are, are just broken apart and scattered everywhere. And we have to find those and put them back together. But we put them back together. When we do the work of healing, we put them back together in a stronger link, in a more powerful story. And we can come out on the other end with incredible wisdom and strength so grateful to be able to be here with you today. I just recorded our July class for the True Hope Club. Super excited about sharing that class with you on creating joy in our life after loss. We have to relearn joy how to embrace joy, how to create more joy in our life. So that's what's happening next in the True Hope Club. If you want to join us there, I hope you will. Go to buildalifeafterloss.com slash join. All right. Love you. I believe in you. Bye.